Hey, welcome to the H&HR podcast. My name is Heather Taves. And I am Heidi Bolt. And we're sisters. We believe here at the H&H Hour that your ordinary is extraordinary. Thanks for listening. Hey friends, welcome back to the H&H Hour. Happy 2020. 2020. Heather, I feel like I just remember the whole world freaking out a few years before 2000. Y2K. And here we are two decades later. I know. I was um, getting married three months after Y2K. That's right. So I was like hyper hoping that the world didn't end, that all the computers didn't <laughs> crash and that I could still get married. <laughs> Did you actually think the world might end? Not really, but you know, and there was so much hype around it. I mean, everyone thought like, oh, the computers aren't going to know how to read past 1999. And yeah, it was kind of a real, I just remember sitting in our living room, like waiting for the clock to strike midnight and thinking, <laughs> is the whole world going to shut down? This might be the end. We love you, Jesus. <laughs> I really want to get married. Oh my goodness. Well, listeners, we are so glad you tuned in. We've had a few weeks break for the holidays. We hope that your holidays were as fun and adventurous and awesome as ours were. I really hope so. You know, I have heard so many people that were sick over the holidays and that's really sad to me. I know. I hate that. It is really sad. But if you're new here and you're just tuning in, we want to say welcome. Um, Heather and I have this podcast because it was God's idea. Yep. We very much felt that he gave us this idea. And the idea is that we would talk about the fact that our ordinary lives are extraordinary. Yeah, that's right. And that we would bring people in who can share their stories about their ordinary lives because it gives us a perspective that's more in line with his heart. Yeah. When we look at the ordinary things in our life that he's allowing us to be involved in or walk through right. and we see it through the proper perspective. Yeah. And I think it's intentionality. Yeah. Right. It's, it's choosing to see every day, no matter what you do, if you're a lawyer and you're in a courtroom, you know, or if you are a mom and you stay at home and you're like, man, I just need to get out of my four walls. You know, right. it's intentionality, no matter what in seeing the blessings around you and seeing the things that God has put right in front of you Absolutely. and saying, these are extraordinary. Yes. There, there is so much joy in these things. You know, and I was thinking about the last 2019 and the fact that we've heard from so many of our listeners that their perspective has shifted yeah. revolving their ordinary lives yeah. and they've gained a thankfulness and a gratitude and an awareness that those are the moments God's working in, in their own life, that it's not this huge glamorous platform. Right. It's not something that maybe the world would even look at and go, wow. Right. The world's metrics of success. Yes. But it's these mm -hmm. stories of God writing stories behind the scenes of people's lives that, you know, aren't making waves in front of thousands of people, but that are changing their families and right. changing their daily lives. So, and I think it's even valuable to add this, that it's not just all of the kind of mundane things that we would say people have changed their perspective in, you know, the changing diapers and the filling sippy cups and the sitting at your desk and designing a logo or anything that you do that would be considered ordinary in, in your day. It's also in the midst of really hard, difficult things that people's perspective has changed and shifted, you mm -hmm. know, because when you're facing a disease, mm -hmm. you know, that you've just found out that you have this, this diagnosis or your child is in the hospital or right. you've lost your job 
or any of the hard things that are really very common in life that we all face at different times, your perspective in that can be so different too. You can be Eeyore, be down in the dumps and, oh, it's just cloudy again today and, you know, (laughs) and, and really have that, that attitude Mm -hmm. when you're going through a hard thing, or you can have the perspective that God is still God that Absolutely. he is still good, that he's faithful. Mm-hmm. You can trust him. Things might be really hard right now, but it doesn't change who God is. Absolutely. And being able to walk through hard situations. And you and I have both experienced that. Mm-hmm. And I know I'll speak for myself and say, there have been times we've walked through hard things that I have not had a godly perspective in it. I have not had that. Mm-hmm. And there have been times that I have. And the difference, it's incredible. Right. Because you get out the other side and you're like, wow. That was hard, but I wouldn't change it because look at what I've learned. Right. Or you get out the other side and you're like, that was the worst thing I've ever experienced. I, you know, and you're just, woe is me Mm -hmm. instead of, woe, look at God. Right. Yeah, that's good. So I love that idea, that thought of your perspective. Yeah. But I wonder if we can talk today about something kind of going a little bit, maybe a step further, if you would, if you want to visualize it as that. And Wait, we want to go deeper? We sort of do that on this show. I Every think we just kind of dive in. But um, <laughs> did you have any more chit chat that we needed to cover? No. Nothing let's else? Go. We're good? Let's go. Okay. Let's dive deep. Okay. Um, I mean, no one needs to know what we did over the holidays. It's fine. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's talk about a, a prophetic perspective. Yes. Okay. And before people are like, ooh, the prophetic, I'm scared. This is scary. It's not scary. No, it's not scary at all. The prophetic is biblical. Yeah. It's not weird. Right. And... If it does get weird, it's probably not biblical. It's probably not from God. Yeah. And I would just say that it's something that you and I have in our lives every single day. Right. Um, and we're not weird and we're no. not scary and right. you know, we're not scared by it. So, and, and I think it's good to have this conversation for a couple of reasons. The, um, the first one is because it really is truly a part of our everyday lives. Right. And so if we're going to share our everyday lives, our ordinary lives, we're going to share this prophetic side of our lives as well. Absolutely. And I love that phrase prophetic perspective because we talk so much on this show about our perspectives um but i believe that every single part of our lives has a deeper meaning too it has uh god is doing so many things in and through us and so when we have that prophetic perspective it really does change the way we see the everyday events of our lives and the second thing is that back in august is that when we were in dallas yeah, yes, August. End of August. End of August, we were at a conference in Dallas with our leadership team from our church, mm-hmm. and it it was incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, God spoke so much to us, and we had you know we had a really amazing time as a team. Um, some hard things, and some good things, and some pruning, and mm-hmm. but one of the things that I did, I think we all did this separately, was to took notes of everything that we felt like God was saying to us so we could look back and remember them. And I remember telling you this when we were there, leaning over to you and being like, hey, I got this word for H&H. Yeah, during a session Mm -hmm. or like right after a worship session, I think you leaned over and said, oh, I just got a word for H&H. Yeah, and it was was that exact phrase. Um, H&H needs to have a prophetic perspective. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I feel like we do, but I'm not really sure what that means for the show. Or that we've ever really drawn it out or like called attention to it. Right. Talked you know, about it. Use um, that verbiage. Maybe. Right. Right. So I wrote it down in my book and I told you about it. And then after we had a break, came back, had a next session and the person speaking literally said those exact words. Hmm. You need to have a prophetic 
perspective. Interesting. And here's what I know about God. When he gives you a word, mm-hmm. when you hear from him, he will always confirm it Yep. in some way, whether yep. it's through his word, through something else that someone has said. And that was confirmation. Yeah. And it was also confirmation when I had shared it with you that we were like, oh my goodness, yes, right. absolutely. Yeah. So we're just going to open up this conversation and not go too theologically deep because that's not what today's show is about. Right. But just helping people start to ask themselves, right. do they have a prophetic perspective right. in their lives? So I think to simplify the prophetic, there is so much teaching in God's word about it. And I would encourage you to start, you know, the listeners to start asking the Lord, what, what is the prophetic and start studying it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to just go super simple, the prophetic are the thoughts of God, the yeah. thoughts of God about your life, about a situation, about his people, you know, it's just all of the thoughts of God surrounding an event. And, um, I love that thought because it does make it accessible and real to us. So God is such a good father. And, you know, I liken it to, I actually preached at our church recently and I I spoke about a prophetic culture and I liken it to the idea of God is a good father. And can you imagine if as moms and dads, if we lived in our homes, our whole lives with our children, and we never said one word to them, we were silent towards them their entire lives. How weird and awkward and ridiculous would that be? I mean, that's not a relationship. No. And likewise, God is not silent to us. We are his children. We are his daughters. We are his sons. He is not silent towards us. Right. And he speaks to us in all manner of ways, whether it's through his written word, Mm -hmm. whether it's through our time of prayer, maybe we're driving down the road and we see a sign with print on it. Right. And he uses that sign to confirm something he said to us or a tree. I see yeah. him in trees all the time. Absolutely. So there's all of these different ways that God can and does speak to us as part of the prophetic. Right. And I want to add on to that and take it a little bit further and say that we are called to be the mouthpiece mm-hmm. of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so if God is speaking to us, the thoughts of God, we are his mouthpiece. We, prophecy, right. is simply us being the mouthpiece of God and speaking those things out to others. That's good. So... I do feel like uh, God's word talks about the fact that that prophetic uh, the prophetic is a gift. Yes. And that we all have access to it. Yes. And so I always try to remember this about the prophetic. I heard this taught and I thought that this simplified it so well and I loved the thought because then it takes a lot of the like busyness around the idea of the prophetic. Right, and the scary. Yeah, concept. out of it. And and they this person said this, the prophetic is always exhortation, right? Encouragement and comfort. Yeah. Those things. Yeah. So specifically, like if someone were to say, oh, I've got a word from God for you, or I have a prophecy for you, and they dump a bunch of junk on you, and it feels really heavy and really dark and really yucky, mm-hmm. and you walk out feeling discouraged rather than encouraged, you're mm-hmm. going to go, did that exhort me? Right. Did that encourage me? Right. Did that comfort me? Yeah. No, it didn't do any of those things. So you probably need to go, I don't think that was from God. I think that was from man. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. Okay. So I want to um, piggyback on what you were saying. Um, the gift of prophecy is one of the gifts that God has given for his church. Okay. And so the New Testament talks about the gifts that he's given him. Spiritual gifts is is another term that we would probably all be very familiar with. And so that would be things like word of wisdom, mm-hmm. word of knowledge, 
faith. Mm-hmm. Faith is a gift that God has given me, a spiritual gift God has given me. Right. Gifts of healing, gifts of miracles, gifts of prophecy, right. gifts of discerning spirits, gifts of tongues, interpretation of tongues. Okay, so these are all spiritual gifts that God has given anyone who follows him. And and that's not your opinion. That's right out of the Bible. That's straight out of the Bible. Right. Yes. Um, and gift of prophecy is one of those gifts. Right. And, and it is available to anyone. Absolutely. So I think we have this idea that, uh, that prophecy is for very limited individuals. And we think of them just as people who talk about the future. Right. So I want to clarify and say there are really two different avenues here. We have the gift of prophecy, which is available to anyone. It's a spiritual gift Mm -hmm. and it does the things that you just talked about, the exhortation, the encouragement and the comforting. Mm -hmm. Okay. And anyone can do that. Right. Um, and then the office of prophet, but it's more like a job. Sure. There are five of those that the Bible talks about. Um, and one of those is the office of prophet. Right. And so that often gets, gets more into what we would say would be foretelling. Mm -hmm. So talking about things that are still to come. You think about the prophets in the Bible, right? Isaiah, Jeremiah, you know, uh, Elisha, Elijah, all of the prophets that God used to talk about the coming of Jesus, right? To give um, a foretelling of events to the Israelites, right? About things that were to come. Um, that's different than what we're talking about with the gift of prophecy, the spiritual gift of prophecy. Um, that would be more foretelling. Foretelling is where I might come up to you and talk about the things that I see in you. I love how one pastor puts this. He says, the true prophetic ministry is looking for the gold in the midst of the dirt in people's lives and recognizing value God has placed in each of us. That's really good. So it'd be me coming up to you and saying, Heidi, this is what I see in you and and encouraging you and comforting you and calling out in you Mm -hmm. the things of God that might not even be visible on the surface right now, but they're underneath and we're like mining them out. Yeah. That's really good. That's really encouraging. And I think that's, um, I, I do feel that a lot of people maybe have experienced negative thoughts around the idea of the prophetic because I think that sometimes um, people don't use it properly. Yeah, we get in our own way. Yeah, people tend to have thoughts about somebody, about someone, and they associate God's character with their thoughts. Right. Instead of going, wow, I just I just had this thought for somebody. Man, God, was that a thought from you or was that a thought that I had on my own? Mm-hmm. And asking Lord, will you confirm right. if that's something for me to share for them? Is that is that prophetic for this person? Or is that just my observation and my opinion? Is that my flesh? Yes. Or is that my own beef with this person? Yeah. I mean, I, I've I, personally, I've experienced that with people where yeah. someone has come up to myself or someone I know or love, and they've given them a quote unquote prophetic word, and it's been off. Mm-hmm. It's not been accurate. Yeah. And the reason I've known it was off is because, it one, it doesn't line up with God's word. Right. It wasn't exhortation, encouragement, or comfort. And so I, I think those are, that's kind of the simple framework, that mm-hmm. the simple checkpoint of, yeah. is this emulating God's thought? The other thing I love to remember is that we can't ever afford to have thoughts in our mind and our spirit that aren't the thoughts that God has as, as for us. That's right. And so prophecy has to line up with the heart of God. That's right. 
So it's got to emulate his thoughts. And, you know, God's not a God that thinks hateful, negative, hurtful things about us. No, and so. I've, I've had the experience myself where I have felt like I had a word for someone. And when I stopped to actually process and think about what that word was, I realized it was my flesh hmm. because I either knew what the person really needed to hear well, because I knew the circumstances of their lives or I knew the bad decisions that they had made. Mm. And I wanted to kind of tell them what I thought cloak it under, God's the, name. <laughs> under the pretense that it was a prophetic word. Yeah. And so yeah. Ha- having to learn to remove your flesh mm. and what you know about the circumstances of a person's life and really just listen to what the Holy Spirit's having to say. Right. Because there have been, there have been times when I have told people things in my flesh Mm. and it has been about me, Mm -hmm. me wanting to look spiritual, me wanting to look, um, to kind of like jab them and give them a word that they need, that they really did need to hear, Mm. but that wasn't coming from God's voice was coming from my voice. Yeah. And then there have been times and I feel like I've learned this and I'm getting so much better at this where I've just stayed silent because I realized it was my flesh. Yeah. And so I haven't shared what I you know, what probably was a word that they could receive, but couldn't come from me in that moment because it would have come out of my flesh. Yeah. Or maybe just the wrong timing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very important to steward that well. If we're going to be the voice piece for God, we have to steward it well. We have to make sure that we are in line, like you said, with the truth of God's word. So thinking about this in our everyday lives, what does prophetic perspective look like when you're home with your kids or mm-hmm. when you're sitting at your office or when you're, you know, a teacher in a preschool and you've got little kids. all. What does it look like, Heidi, to have a prophetic perspective in your ordinary life? That's a great question. For me personally, I, th- I personally feel like I try to exercise the idea of a prophetic perspective by constantly asking, what are your thoughts on this, God? That's so good. What's your heart on this? Yeah. Um, In order to not complicate it. Yeah. You know, in order to not make it like this weird spiritual rigmarole that isn't from God. Right. Um, Can I give you an example? Yeah, please. So yesterday, I, I think that is so simple and it's so easy. And that's all you have to remember from this podcast. Right. Aligning your response and your words and your actions with the thoughts of God. Yeah. So yesterday we have jumped back into school Mm -hmm. and you know, it's always hard when you're first getting back into routine, you're like, no matter what it is, holidays, you know, we're so great. We could lounge around. And I was helping my son with, um, his guitar and he's very gifted in music. Um, but you know, when you're learning something and it's not super exciting, Cause you're just having to do all the like nitty gritty right. learning of it. Yeah. Right. And so he likes to play his guitar, but he still doesn't know everything. And so it can be, it can be hard. Yeah. And I was trying to help him with it and I can't play guitar. I like know the basics of music, but I have no idea how to play guitar. So I'm not a very good help. So we had, um, he had some things that he needed to work on that his, that his teacher had given him for guitar and we were trying to YouTube it and we were trying to watch some lessons on YouTube about it. And the lessons were not helping at all. Complicating the matter. He was super frustrated. I was super frustrated. And, you know, really what I wanted to do was just throw in the towel and be like, forget it. Right. I'm not going to, I can't help you with this. I'm not going to help you with this. Uh, You just, you'll just have to wait. And 
I felt the Holy Spirit just say, don't go, don't go down that road. Don't mm-hmm. go that route. Yeah. And I had to have a prophetic perspective in that moment because what my flesh wanted to do was just throw my hands up in the air and say, I don't really know this anyway. And so I'm not the one to help you. Yeah. But what that would have done to him, it would have really, it would have hurt him. It spoken would have, defeat over him. It would him. have spoken defeat over him. And it would not have encouraged the gift that God has given him. Right. So instead. Or brought him any comfort. <laughs> no. And so instead I had to bite my tongue. I had to calm the anxiety that I had inside of myself. Sure. And I had to say, okay, Lord, what does this look like? Because mm-hmm. I don't have these answers. And thankfully, right then and there, the Lord was, he gave me what I needed. We were able to make a game plan, which mm-hmm. still allowed him to practice the things that he needed to practice, but then set aside the things that we didn't know about to a later date when he could get in touch with his teacher that yeah. teaches him instead of just freaking out and just being like, whatever. Yeah. Because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted yeah. to walk away yeah. from it. That is, for my life, that's an example of the prophetic perspective that's good. in an everyday situation. Yeah. So prophetic perspective could also be termed God perspective. Exactly. The prophetic is the thoughts of God. Yeah. So a God perspective. Yeah, that's good. And I think just giving people that simple framework to go, okay, what is my God perspective in this? What? Yeah. So what is my prophetic perspective in this? I love God's word says um, in Amos 3, 7, it says, indeed, the sovereign Lord never does anything until he reveals his plans to his servants, the prophets. Yes. Oh, I love that. Which is crazy when you really think about it, Heath, because God is all knowing. He's all powerful. He's all able and sufficient. He doesn't need us. No, he doesn't. But he chooses to involve us in his plans. That's right. And and it says, the Lord doesn't do anything until he reveals his plans to his prophets. That's right. And so if God's word is saying that there are prophets, who are we to assume that he's not using us? Like sweet listener, he might be wanting to use you in the prophetic, in your daily life, in your ordinary life, in the people's lives around you. And I, think, I believe full well he is. I think there's no question. Absolutely. It's one of the spiritual gifts that he gives us. Yeah. You know, the list of spiritual gifts is not for a select group of people. No. It's for everyone. For all of us. Who um, believes in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so you are called to walk in a gift of prophecy. Yeah. And I think I think Heidi the way that we've just broken it down makes it doable for anyone. Absolutely. For anyone to go through their day and to think about the thoughts of God on any matter. Yeah. that they're placed in, whether it be a very difficult matter or whether it be encouraging someone when you're in line at Starbucks. Yeah. That's really good. Just it's like another portion of who Jesus is coming out of us. Yeah. You know, just making people more and more aware yeah. of God's thoughts about them. Yeah. So yeah. it's taking the ordinary things in our life and not just seeing them as extraordinary, but seeing them through the thoughts of God. Yeah. Seeing them from a prophetic perspective. Yeah. And man, then I feel like the extraordinary just takes off to a whole nother level. Anytime we're looking for God's heart in anything. Yeah. There's no option but for it to be extraordinary. That's right. Because that's who God is. That's right. You know, he is the most magnificent in all things. Yeah. So that's so good. Well, I'll link in our show notes the verses that we've talked about okay. that reference the spiritual gifts um, and the Amos verse. And so that people can, 
I know it can be really scary when, you know, I, I, I hear people say this, well, and I say this as someone who preaches and teaches God's word. Well, I don't have time to teach you on that today, but you can go look it up and research it for yourself. You know, and people are like, I have no idea how to do that. (laughs) So we'll put some, some verses and a great way to do that is just to flip open your Bible, look up those verses and ask God to speak to you through that. And then, you know, you can do further study from there. Yeah. Um, but I really believe that if we adopt this prophetic perspective in our lives, it truly has the power to change everything. Oh, it will. I can mean, change it will your absolutely parenting, change everything. It can change your marriage. Yeah. It can change how you deal with hard family situations. It can change how you walk through very difficult things in your life. That's really good. So thanks for listening. We hope that 2020 is just going to be a year of um, clarity. 2020 is perfect vision. <laughs> My kids just had their eyes checked yesterday and their doctor was talking about all of the puns and wonderful jokes that have come with this year for his office. That's pretty, it's pretty incredible, really. Yeah. You know, to think that we've, we've turned and we've turned over an old decade into a new decade and we have this, this brand new start, if you will. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for listening, friends. We'll chat to you next time.